Thank you for tuning in to the Restaurant Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, TK. Today's episode is about the role of data analytics in making informed decisions as a restaurant leader. This is a topic that most people do not discuss. It's something that's very important when it comes to running your business, when it comes to developing community relations, and ultimately making the high-level teams that we need. Stay tuned. Hi, hey, and hello. I hope you're all having a fantastic week. I know I certainly am. Um, I want to apologize real quick. I do have a little bit of a cold here I'm getting over, so um, it sounds a little nasally, that's why, but I wanted to get this information out to you folks uh, as soon as possible, and this is something that's been dwelling in my mind for a few months, is really what role data and analyzing that data has and how you can use it as a restaurant leader in running a high operating restaurant. And in all reality, in today's you know very fierce competitive restaurant industry, making informed decisions is more critical than ever before. And and really with the ever increasing complexity of customer preferences, and on top of that, the challenge that's posed by rising food costs and labor costs. Restaurant leaders today need to leverage every available tool to drive success. And one such tool is data analytics. Now, this plays a very crucial role in helping restaurant leaders make informed decisions. And today, we're going to explore the significance of data analytics and its impact on decision making in the world of restaurants. Number one, y'all, understanding data analytics. So data analytics, what is that? It involves collecting, analyzing, and interpreting large sets of data to uncover meaningful patterns and insight. So when you're looking at your profit and loss, when you're looking at your AVTs, when you're looking at your daily summary from your shift managers, your drive-through times, if you have a drive-through, your ticket times, your guest satisfaction score, um, you know, your turnover rate, your, uh, you know, higher rate, whatever it is, all of that data, it, it's extremely important. And those of you with a logical outlook, um, you know, if you really depend on numbers to make decisions, this episode is really going to speak to you. And, it, and if you don't depend on data, and if you are a restaurant leader that is just kind of going through the motions, you really haven't looked at your PL, you haven't observed patterns, you haven't um, really done much, you just make decisions based off of, you know, the fly of your seat. But at the end of the day, um, you will be able to make way more informed decisions if you have the data to back it up. And by really harnessing this power of data analytics, you gain valuable insights, not only into customer behavior, but also your market trends, your operational efficiency, and your financial performance. And many of us, we have um, you know, scorecards and KPIs, right? This is what I'm talking about. Using those numbers to really make a strategic informed decision on what to do next for your business and for your restaurant. Now, let's talk about customer behavior. Um, data analytics, that they enable you as a leader to gain a really comprehensive understanding of customer preferences and behaviors. And you can do this pretty easily. Just go on Google, search up your location and read your reviews. Um, there, you know, there's going to be a lot of truth 
in some of the great reviews and a lot of truth in some of the bad reviews. It's important that you understand that you need a really big data pool to truly see if something is, is an issue or is it a one-off, right? If you are consistently getting guests that are complaining, let's just say about your hash browns not being cooked enough, or maybe your host has a rude look on her face and it's being portrayed as she doesn't really want, want their business. Um, your guests are going to tell you through that. Okay. Uh, ultimately it's up to you to take that and run with it. And I see a lot of people, especially newer managers, read that negative review and take it personally. Don't. Okay. Don't, uh, they, they left a review probably because they were mad or because they had a great experience. There's never really that middle ground there. And you have to understand when they make a bad review or they had a bad experience that there could be a little bit of fluff in there, but there is always always some truth behind that whether or not it's through the words or through the tone or what have you read between the lines find out what an issue is and if you see a continuous pattern right this is a real-time example let's say every friday night you're getting multiple guest complaints about the food being cold or slow service and it's consistent start looking at the crew that work on that night it's no coincidence that all of a sudden you know, you have a new cook and now he closes every Friday or she closes every Friday. And now all of a sudden all your food is cold and you're getting all these guest complaints that you have to recover and it costs you time and it costs you money. Um, when you see that, of course, you know, follow proper processes, give them a performance talk, coach them and do what you need to do there. But that's just a real time example of using that data and making a decision and noticing those patterns. So um, next is operational efficiency and really optimizing it. So data analytics, it not only can tell you what guests prefer and what their behavior is, but also it can help you streamline your restaurant operations. And it can do this in several ways. One, it can lead to improved efficiency and cost savings by noticing uh, maybe an increase in waste. Um, I mean, you're collecting data uh, specifically on a high cost product like a steak or seafood. And you're noticing that we are uh, Again, kind of the same scenario, right? Let's say every Thursday morning, you tend to be short uh, three lobster tails. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, I have a new sous chef and uh, she's been working on that section, that position. And I realized she's overcooking a few of them and tossing them. Now, if it's been a month or two, they should absolutely have that down. I mean, it doesn't take, it's not hard to cook a lobster tail, but my point being is using that data to realize and notice where you can optimize your operations. Here's another real time example. And I'll use my time back at Raising Cane's. Um, we, there was a drive through obviously Raising Cane's is very, very well known for their drive throughs And we had an issue with drive through times, uh, really reaching the point of not okay. And we realized that it happened an hour before peak kit and an hour after peak kit. And we got that through data and through seeing the average drive-through times for about four weeks straight, right? And we noticed consistently it's those two hours. So what we noticed is, okay, let's look at our staff. Let's see if we have enough staff to cover that business. Okay, we do. What's that next step? And it actually boiled down to communication. And if you guys know Raising Cane's, they sell you know four items. Every car that comes on lot, you can guarantee they're going to get 
chicken fingers, right? <laughs> They're going to get fries and toast. So when you see a car come on lot, it is required to call out that car. And we realized that early in the morning, our crew were tired. They weren't calling that out. And what we did to kind of combat that is we specifically assigned communication to a very specific person and that person was at front counter because that first hour of business was really really slow for dine-in so it was their job while they were up front waiting for guests to come in to call those cars as they see them come on the parking lot we saw a pretty drastic decrease in our drive-through times i think we saved about 10 seconds there now that doesn't include the after peak hour, right? The after peak hour was actually a really similar issue. It ended up being communication, but we found that it, it was because the crew for peak, they were focused on that layover part, right? Getting that stuff done so they can go home, which completely understandable. But again, it, it, it drilled down to that communication part because we saw the data. We, we went through all of the whys and we figured out the root cause was because we weren't calling cars back in time, right? We were calling them back whenever they came up to the drive-through speaker. And that, you know, that extra 30 seconds of them driving around your building to get in the drive-through lane, that, that mattered. And so with that simple change of communication, we were able to optimize our, our uh, operations in a really effective manner. So that's just a real life example for you folks. Um, the next one I want to talk about is market trend identification. So staying abreast of really the ever-changing market trends in your community is extremely essential for restaurant leaders to remain competitive. New restaurants are opening up every single day. And you may be part of a growing market that are open that restaurants are opening left and right. Um, specifically in your industry. If you're a breakfast restaurant, I guarantee there's a new breakfast place that opened up within 25 miles of you, right? That's a big example. Um, data analytics, it allows you to monitor those industry trends, local market dynamic, and competitor strategies. And how do you get this data? How do you get the data for market trends? You have to do your research. You have to subscribe to all the local newsletters and all of the no local newspapers and uh, get with your chamber of commerce, sign up for their newsletter, right? They're going to tell you about all the new openings that are happening in the city. Stay on top of that. The more you stay on top of that, the better. You can also look at things such as online reviews for your competitors. What are they doing better that's that you're not? Do competitive shops. Go out to your competitors. Eat once a month. See what specials they have going on. It's okay. Everybody does it. You're not being shady. Go out. See what they're up to. Maybe even talk to the manager. Maybe even tell them, hey, I'm so-and-so. I know we're competitors, but I want to tell you I appreciate your business and, and what you've done here. And I'd like to you know, be colleagues. And I guarantee it, I have never been told no. Right? I've never been shown the door when I ask that. When you approach competitors with cooperation and with positivity, they're going to become a really big asset for you because now you guys are sharing information, you're sharing knowledge, and you're helping each other take more pieces of that pie from the other competitors who are not as cooperative. So market trend identification is a really big key now don't start focusing on market marketing market trends until you get your operations solid once your operations are solid then you can start looking and using data to really anal analyze the market that you're in and how to further increase your sales the last part about data analytics i want to talk about is really just your financial performance and using this to evaluate what you're doing uh, most companies use scorecards 
basically like a report card like you got in high school. And that's a really easy, relatable way to view how your your business is doing. Is it the end-all way to see? No, there's so much that goes into it. And really, you define your level of, of success. If success for you is being up 3%, great. If success for you is um, decreasing your labor costs by 2%, awesome. Make sure you have a goal. But ultimately, you have to have data in order to know if you achieved that success. So looking at things, uh, all your KPIs, right, such as gross margin, food cost percentage, turn table, table turn rates, um, using that data can really help you make more informative decisions that truly are effective, efficient, and impactful. And when your team sees that you're using data and you're not just you know flying by the edge of your seat on decisions, they're going to be more apt to respect you to follow your lead and you're going to look like a badass to your superiors if you're truly making these informed decisions. Now, is every informed decision going to decision excuse me, is every informed decision going to make a great result? Probably, but probably not. So you do have to prepare to come back to the drawing board if you need to, go back to square one and redo it over again, but this time now you have more data. You have the data that didn't work. The data that shows that you did try, but something in that process didn't work. So come back, recoup, go back to square one and start over again. And ultimately y'all, that's, that's really it. Um, I wanted to get this information out of my brain to all of you today. I know that you can use it. Most of you already are without even realizing it, but now that you are intentional, now that you are informed, you are going to be well on your way to making high operating restaurants and high operating teams. And just remember, y'all, data analytics, it, it is really a powerful tool that empowers restaurant leaders. And it, it's a powerful because it, it allows you to make informed decisions. And by leveraging these techniques that we went over, leveraging these examples, you can gain really deep insight into customer behavior, how your operations are doing. You can track market trends, evaluate your financial performance accurately. Um, really, it's it's a key. It's a tool to making key decisions. That's all I got for you folks today. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a lot out of it. Um, again, I apologize for being all nasally, and I, I put off this podcast for a few days because I did uh, get a little bit of a cold, and you know, a few days ago, I was not, I, I couldn't talk. So use this information as you need. I look forward to hearing from from y'all and how it went. If you have any questions about data analytics, you're always free to reach out to me, tylerk at gmail.com. That's T-H-A-I-L-U-R-K at gmail.com. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Have a beautiful weekend, y'all. Get out there, sell some food, make some experiences, and treat humans like humans. TK out.